I don't know why the beginning is always like the hardest part for me. I don't Hi, welcome to the channel. My name is Lakin Litton and I am an ADHD millennial coach. Purpose of this channel is to share some tips and tricks for being able to coach yourself, for working with your brain instead of against it, get a snack or a drink, make sure that you are taking care of yourself. In case you're wondering, I have matcha tea. I have been obsessed with it lately. Something that I wanted to talk about today, and it's something that I've noticed is not really talked about all that much, is how to hire a coach. Hiring a coach can be a very overwhelming experience. There's not a lot of clarity in terms of what a coach does, what a coach doesn't do. And on top of that, coaching is very expensive for a lot of us, especially ADHD and executive functioning coaching. And this is coming from a coach, but I do not claim to be an expert. Take what information resonates with you, leave what doesn't. This is just stuff that I noticed from my own experiences and things that I wish somebody had brought to my attention before I had gotten into the coaching world. I think the first thing that I wish somebody had told me when I was first looking for a coach is the clear standards that are set by the ICF, which is the International Coaching Federation. I would have found that quite a few people I came in contact with in the beginning did not actually have any certifications. So basically what it boils down to is technically anybody can be a coach. Um, there are a lot of individuals online with zero certifications, zero training, that can just call themselves a coach and there's nothing to really regulate that right now. The ICF, which is the International Federation of Coaching, is looking to regulate this and has implemented certifications that you can earn in order to prove your credibility as a coach. However, they're not required. There are a couple of links that I will leave in the description box and also I will include some hiring tips that they come straight from the ICF website. So you're getting it straight from the source to know what exactly you should be looking for in your coach and to make sure that they are following the ethics outlined by ICF. Something to note is that there is a difference between the credentials that come from ICF and credentials and certifications that come from academies and coaching uh, trainings. Oftentimes when you are looking to hire a coach, the first thing that you will have is a discovery session. Now a discovery session kind of works like a first date. It's an opportunity for you to get to know the coach, for the coach to get to know you, and to see whether or not it would be a good partnership to work together. This discovery call is different from a coaching call. This is an opportunity for them to explain how they can help you, and this is an opportunity for you to ask questions about their process. Don't be shopping for the solution that they offer. Shop by the coach. With ADHD, we can tend to be a little bit more impulsive. As a result of that, we do tend to make quite a few emotional buys. We're waking up and we're saying, I have this problem that I need to solve and I need to solve it yesterday. And in doing so, more than likely, you're gonna come across a life coach who offers that solution. What I want you to remember is that coaching is a partnership. Those results will highly depend on you as well as the coach. Ask about their cancellation policy. Do the sessions expire? What are the scheduling requirements? What is their availability like? Are they going to be available during dates and times that work for you as well? The other thing too is to consider, you know, how are the sessions conducted? A lot of people, myself included, don't necessarily enjoy being on camera, especially for Zoom meetings. And there are other individuals who are on the opposite side of that, where they prefer to be able to see the individual because it helps them focus on something. What structure 
do you use? What approach do you have with accountability? What approach do you have with executive functioning? These are all questions that you want to ask and make sure that you have a full understanding of before you commit to working with this coach because working with a coach is typically a longer engagement. The minimum is usually three months. Typically you're looking at six months to a year. Look for how they converse with you, how you connect with them, how you vibe with them. Remember that you are going to be vulnerable with this person. You are going to be working through some of your limiting beliefs. Having a coach that you aren't comfortable with is going to make for a very unpleasant experience. The other thing that you want to make sure you ask is what benefits are included? Is there an online learning center? Is there a group that you get to become a part of? What kind of access do you have to your coach? And how long does it normally take them to respond to that method of communication? When I offer coaching, I offer something called Voxer, which is a voice messaging app. I will answer them typically within one to three business days, if not three to five business days, depending on my caseload at the time. So something else to ask too is going to be, is there a discount for paying in full upfront versus making those monthly payments? Don't provide payment until you have an opportunity to look at the contract. A lot of times because we are emotional buyers and because that tends to be how marketing works, especially online marketing, the coach will typically ask you to commit at the end of the call and will ask you for a method of payment. It is okay for you to refuse this. You can request to see, obviously, the contract first and ask any questions that you have about it before you make that first payment and before you sign that paperwork. There are so many coaches that are being mad at me for this and I'm sorry, but we're doing this for our clients. What a lot of coaches are selling right now and what a lot of business coaches are recommending right now is to present a high ticket package for your clients. These packages run anywhere from $10,000 and upwards. And that's not to say that coaching is not worth it. It absolutely is, but not a lot of people have that money just lying around. The other approach is the low ticket approach where some coaches are creating these online courses that offers you a chance to see what they're about potentially learn a couple of things, and then they're hoping that that will lead to you working with them in the future. Again, this is not a dig on any coaches or any processes that they have in place. Every client is different, every client's needs are different, and so whatever systems are set up are helping somebody. What I don't like about either of these approaches is they're not fulfilling the purpose of the reason why we signed up to be coaches. I signed up to be a coach to be able to help people, to hear their stories, to share my story if needed, and to help people know that they're not alone and to work through the things that are, are keeping them from living the life that they want. By creating a high ticket package where I can only work with an elite few people, I'm not able to help people the way that I want to. But as a low ticket package, I can help all kinds of people. Everybody can afford my course, but nobody's really reaping the full benefits. I love sharing wins. I love seeing the growth. You don't get that opportunity with a low ticket offer. I feel like the best way to handle this is to kind of blend the two and meet in the middle. But think about what do you actually want in your coaching package? Do you want to be hands off and just be able to work through it on your own? Or do you want to be able to have a high touch uh, support system where you can reach out to your coach as often as you need to? What level of support do you need? But I feel like if you are looking for your first coaching experience, what you really should be looking for is that one-on-one -on -one experience. It's indescribable how much it can help somebody. Limiting beliefs and blocks and, and stuff that you might not even be aware of that the coach can kind of bring your attention to. What it really boils down to is I want that one-on-one -on -one experience first um, because that is where that trust is built 
and that is where the real breakthroughs happen. Just because you're paying for a high ticket coaching package does not necessarily mean that you are going to get greater results. Sometimes it can actually mean the opposite. Some people don't have a problem with it. Some people can get away with group coaching alone and it, it does worlds for them and that's awesome. You can technically coach yourself. It is possible. There are a lot of resources available. There are tools that you can implement to be able to raise your own awareness and to be able to coach yourself. And ultimately, this is what the coach is hopefully teaching you to do as well. A good coach's goal is for you to not need to hire them again because you have developed those skills and the things that you need to be able to live the life that you want. We obviously always love to see you back, but the goal is to empower you to take charge of your life and to make those changes. If you are looking to coach yourself, there are various podcasts, numerous Facebook groups, and there are some books that can help as well. And so I will link a few of my favorites in the description below. They're not affiliate links or anything like that. They're just resources that I found very helpful when I was coming into the coaching world. I want to emphasize that hiring a coach can really truly expedite your results. It really, really does because you are getting that outside perspective. You have somebody outside the box to help pull you through and help you see beyond those four walls. And so that's really, really important. But if you don't have the resources to invest in that at this time, I wanna make sure that you know there are still resources available for you. You don't have to flounder by yourself. That is part of what I am planning to include in this channel, various coaching tools for self-coaching and making sure that it is as easy as possible, as ADHD friendly as possible, so that you can implement those things. We can do better in making affordable resources and just educating people to what coaching really is and empowering them to know what to look for so that they don't end up with a bad coaching experience that then causes them to not want to coach ever again. You're not alone. A lot of us are facing these challenges and that doesn't invalidate your experience. I, I wish somebody was here to tell me these things years ago. I desperately, desperately needed help probably about 15 years ago. There really wasn't a lot of talk about these kinds of resources, at least not where I was. I did not cope well with the circumstances that I was in. I don't wanna see anybody else go through that. That's another reason why I wanna work on this channel and why I wanna share videos is if there is somebody out there who is struggling and who just kind of doesn't know where to go for the resources that they need, I wanna make sure we get you on the right track because you don't deserve to suffer the way that you are. You don't. And you don't deserve to feel isolated or alone in what you're going through. Know that you are valid. You have the right to take up space. Thank you so much for watching. Feel free to like, subscribe, leave a comment down below, start a conversation. This is very difficult doing this for you because I would not be here otherwise. I would have tea. That's about it.